Good morning, good people, and welcome to Truth. My name is Jan, and I just want to talk about today how we need to be really careful in our critical reading of any article or any book or anything that we choose to read. So I recently read the Nicki Minaj article in Elle magazine, and she was talking about her, they were talking about her hiatus and her new album and everything of that nature. So when she started discussing about how she wanted women to be more respectful of themselves and realizing that the way that she portrays herself possibly in videos and things of that nature may have contributed to the culture where girls are selling themselves for like thousands of dollars, you know, as they show on Instagram and whatnot. And, you know, she seemed apologetic for the fact that she was part of that cause. So there are now two sides to this argument. One is, Nikki, you should have known what you were doing. You, you know, you can't be screaming sex, sex, and dick appointments in your music. And then talking about you want, you want your, you want girls to keep their legs closed. The thing about it is it'll always be a double-edged sword for women until we actually break down what the patriarchy is. Women dress sexy for themselves to feel good about themselves. They don't dress not everyone dresses to impress someone else. That is not usually what, you know, putting clothes on is. Sometimes people will put on a certain dress on it because it makes them feel a certain way about themselves. Makes them feel good. Maybe makes them have a better day. Maybe puts them in a better mood. Who knows? But the fact that she's actually looking at what she did in her own introspection, realizing that she's part of it, the culture that may have contributed to it. And of course, there are the other side of the coin is people are like, well, you know, you're being really hypocritical. You know, even though she admitted that she's probably part of the problem too. Some are like, you can't be mad when you call us your sons and then we take after their mama after a video I saw today. And I'm like, you know, both sides are valid, but the truth of the matter is I'm hearing it from Nikki's mouth. And if Nikki's saying that she realizes that she screwed up and actually added to this, then at least she's doing a bit of self-reflection. So then people are like, well, what about her her musical lyrics, you know, keeping your dick appointments or whatnot? And other people had to point out that not when she says dick appointments, she's not talking about you going out for every other dude. The potential is she's talking about your partner or the person that you're dealing with. Truth of the matter is people have names, pet names for the people in their life, you know, and hell, if a woman or a man or whatever want to call their, when they're having sex with their partner, their dick appointment or their pussy appointment, but that's the person they've been with forever, that is their choice. And for all we know, that is exactly what she's talking about. You can be anything you want with the person that you love. You know, like they said, what is is the saying? A woman in the streets and a freak in the sheets. Same thing goes for men. Like, you can be the most gentlemanly and well-behaved person out in the world, but when you come home to that person you love and that you are so into, yeah, you'll be a freak for them. So why not call it your dick appointment or your pussy appointment? I mean, realistically... People do this all the time, you know, people will dress up, people will play the, you know, well, I'll be the teacher, you be the student game. I mean, it's not like these things haven't been done. 
So they're like, well, you can't come out with this and then say one thing. And I'm like, but if she's already looking at herself, realizing that she's part of it, and even with the racy lyrics that she's doing, you know, some people like, if you can't see the forest for the trees, then why are you even bothering? Is it because Nikki doesn't have a partner in her videos that we know she's dating that all of a sudden she's just loose everywhere? I mean, is that what we're assuming? Because when people make other songs that are sexually explicit or progressive, do we still accuse them of cheating with someone else or whatever? Like, none of it made any sense. So now people are angry at Nikki. And of course, um, Nikki responds back. And then everyone's like, oh my gosh, she's so washed up. She's 30. You know, she's in her 30s, still fighting with these youngins and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, if that, I mean, this is something that Nikki has done. This is not anything new. Why should she go radio silent or why should you expect her to grow up just because of her age and quote unquote arguing with these people is not growing up? If you have a point and you and you're standing behind that point, you're going to argue that point. You know, most people don't stay quiet. You know, you know, I know the saying is just stay quiet and or make yourself a fool. If Nikki wants to argue with someone that is her right to do so. But I get it. We always have to be judging people on what they do or what they don't do because that's how we are. But this is her life. She's the one who has made a career for herself. She's, you know, I mean, Nikki's everywhere. No matter what people say that she's not as relevant. The truth of the matter is there are only a few female rap artists in this day and age that people can actually name off the top of their head. And Nikki is actually one of them. Now, while I look forward to the new crew that's coming out, and these women are phenomenal, like Stallion and Cash Doll, I look forward to seeing what they do. These women are powerful. They're expressing themselves. They do what they need to do, but they also need to get on that global stage, which is what they're working on. But to call someone not relevant, you know, and again, that's a word I've hated since it started being used in in pop culture. Relevant, relevant, like, no, 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 no. If Nicki never made another album, if she decided she was going to retire after Queen is done, who's going to be mad at her? Nicki has money coming in from multiple streams. She seems to be learning that aspect of the business extremely well. So who going to be mad at her? Maybe her stands and her fans will be mad at her because she hasn't made anything. But guess what? She's still making money. And if she's investing it right, she'll never go broke. But the fact that you're like, you're being hypocritical, if it coming from the horse's mouth, just believe what the horse says. If Nikki feels that she contributed to that culture and she feels that she needed to self-reflect and figure out what to do, and even if her lyrics are saying one thing, her lyrics could be talking about you being with just your man or your woman or whatever. It is not necessarily meaning that she's shaming anybody else. And see, that's the problem. When women say things, all of a sudden it's, well, she's shaming other women. Or what about sex workers? That is, the truth of the matter is, every decision that people make that people don't want to come to a real consensus about is every decision that you make in life is a decision that you made. You know, not all of us are programmed to be sheep that, like, if so-and-so says something, then that's what we're going to do. No. No. No, if Nikki's talking about herself reflecting on the fact that she contributed to that culture and she's trying to make sure that women know their worth now because 
that's what it is. If you're looking at her lyrics now for rich sex and for bed and all this, and you're like, well, she's still being hypocritical. She could possibly just be talking about you being with the person that you want to be with. That genuine relationship. Now, if that relationship is going six ways south from Sunday, meaning someone is cheating on someone, again, she's not talking about that. But that's another, that's that relationship that's everywhere that needs to be. That is a choice that someone made. You know, if you want to blame, if you want to blame every artist out there for the behavior that you do, you'll be blaming everybody. You might as well blame everyone since sports and entertainment's inception. And I'm talking from movies to music to television, everything. You might as well blame somebody. You know, like, why am I in an abusive relationship? Blame um, Rachel and Ross from Friends. Why am I um, still with this cheater? I mean, you might as well blame everybody. If you're going to, I'm like, you can't just blame one person for something like this. You might as well just blame everybody across the board because there has been somewhere, somewhere, at some point in time where someone has said something, you know, where it may be problematic to someone or to you. And if your behavior happened, well, so-and-so did that. And, you know, just like when moms say, well, if your friends jump off a bridge, you're going to do it too. This is all about whether or not you can critically think about what your life is and critically think about the life you want to lead. I didn't see where she was shaming anyone at all except herself. It looked like she was just really reflecting on herself and wanting women to know that they have a worth. Not condemning sex workers because if sex sex workers know their worth too and it doesn't matter what any gamut of the sexual revolution or sexual um job market they have to know their worth if they're getting into something it's become a job you know and i know they want to limit sex workers access to banks and things of that nature which is another choice which is another topic which i don't understand either i'm like look if it's money and it's green why do you care where it comes from If they still got to pay taxes, if they still got to file I-9s, if they still got to fill out W-4s, guess what? They pay taxes. And no matter how much the United States of America wants to pretend that it's so clean and so puritanical, we are the dirtiest, freakiest country on this planet. And money is money. And money is king right now in the sense of that is the new barter system. You want something, you got to pay for it. Plain fucking simple. So while we want to, you know, while so many people want to jump on Nikki and be like, she's hypocritical and she's, you know, she's acting childish or whatever, she can act any way she chooses to. And while we can make as many judgments as we want, that we're not going to change her bank account. As I said before, cancel culture doesn't work. You're not going to cancel Nicki Minaj because you feel a certain way. It doesn't matter how many of y'all who are against her, like, I don't, you know, I don't like her, I like this, whatever. She wasn't talking to you anyway. Y'all always get y'all feelings hurt because you always think you need to be included in everything. Not everybody's included in everything. If you never supported Nicki Minaj before, it won't start now. You taking your her music or anything off your phone does not subtract from the fact that you already paid for it. This is why cancel culture doesn't work. While you may not purchase something new from her or you may not listen to her or stream her she still got your money and that's what the that's what the world needs to realize you know how it would work if you just didn't do it in the first place if you didn't consume it in the first place 
but that doesn't happen. When something comes out or someone comes out or something new comes out, we always look at it, we analyze it. Some of us are quick to be like, oh my God, this is great, this is fabulous. And then we just, some follow suit and some don't. I'm sure there are plenty of people who have never been Nicki Minaj fans, never listened to her music, never think twice about it. But they also don't pay attention when she does anything because she's not on their radar. Do you understand that? Y'all going around yelling at these celebrities like, okay, you yell at them, you talk to them, you do these, you know, some of them do solid open letters. And solid open letters mean like, you know, like I just want to talk to you and find out where your head is at. Solid open letters. And most of the time, most of them will respond with a pretty calm response. Like, yeah, you know, but you got to remember you also talking to a person. And people have feelings and emotions run high. If you don't know that, then you haven't been living your whole life. So for the, while Nikki's being hypocritical crowd, that's on you. You know, if you take everything she says in a lyric so seriously, that's on you. You know, I am part of a generation where we've had so many artists... We've had people who've expressed themselves, like Madonna. I mean, I grew up with Madonna. I grew up with Janet. I grew up with Whitney. I grew up with Mariah. I grew up with all these women, Michael Jackson, Prince, R.E.M. I grew up with some... I was an 80s baby. I grew up with all these groups. They used to have these outlandish music videos. They used to have these outlandish songs, outlandish lyrics. I mean, fuck, Cherry Pie. We know what that shit was about from, I think, Warrant or Poison, one of those groups. I knew what that was about. Did that make me want to go out and be whatever? No. Did that make me, you know, question my vagina anymore? No. I grew up in a generation where, you know, Janet reigned supreme with her sexuality and so did Madonna. Now, even though I knew that, quote unquote, Madonna was promiscuous or whatever, the most I knew is that Madonna just dealt with a lot of different men in her life. But she didn't seem to deal with these men all at the same time and she had every right to deal with any man in her life which is another reason why I don't understand why we get so obsessed over women breaking up and then dealing with new men I mean the Taylor Swift backlash from that was fucking ridiculous but you know I grew up in that time where Janet would sing songs like if I was your girl but I'm not so I can't but I won't she controlled herself She didn't do anything with that man. But does that make the song any less provocative? Not in the slightest. So, you know, this whole Nikki's being hypocritical. I'm like, if that's the case, you need to look at every artist. You need to look at every artist that you've ever listened to. And question all of them. Because you can't just question one. You have to question all of them. If we can deal with Kanye and his buffoonery talking about slavery was a choice. If we can actually... Listen to Khalees state that her husband Nas abused her and y'all still buying his albums, then you can't come at Nikki. I'm sorry. You can't. Because if you can sit there and comfortably be okay with the shit that men do, then you need to be comfortably okay with the shit that women do too. Because if you're not going to critically think about it and critically come at them with some valid choices and some valid words and some valid sentences and some level of reading comprehension above a sixth grade education, then you have nothing to stand on. Absolutely, positively nothing to stand on. 
And that is it for truth today. Hope you guys have a wonderful Saturday and I talk to you soon.